Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman. Today, there is an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, including things like golf clubs, bicycles, workout equipment, computers, and more. Auction is open at rollerauction.com. If you want to learn about upcoming auctions, they have so many coming up, and we only talk about a few of them, but if you want to learn about all of them, go to rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Good morning. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm, yeah? Yeah. Hanging in, just ready to roll midweek. Avs get a win last night in very, con- I don't want to say convincing fashion, but they played well. Yeah. And they got something from Ryan Johansson. Yeah. Kind of, you know, pennies from heaven, right? Right. And Nikola Jokic was there and MVP chance throughout the building. It was a good, it was kind of a feel good night. For, are, you sure, are you sure those MVP chants were not for Nathan McKinnon? Could have very well been. I wouldn't they be, wouldn't they be chanting heart? Heart, heart. Maybe I'm just you know, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I, I know we talked about this a very long time ago. Has a city ever had an NBA and NHL champion in the same season? And then, has a city ever had an MVP in both basketball and uh, NHL in the same season? The answer is yes. Yes. In L.A., it happened with Magic Johnson and Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, those are two fairly good picks, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that's cool. I mean, I, I I thought it was a cool evening, and Nuggets get back at it tomorrow, and here we go down the stretch drive for both teams. It's kind, of, you know, I mean, it's exciting. I think it's a good time to be a Denver sports fan, and bless you, are a big Rockies fan, and have high expectations, and you're. You know, chomping at the bit to see the Broncos taking the draft at quarterback. Well, I mean, we will get to that point with the Broncos at some point. I'm I'm trying to. By the way, the Rapids are supposed to be excellent. They are. I'm not kidding. No, they're really. To, they're, they made some big offseason moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you can you alliterate those because I'm not familiar with their offseason moves. Can I? Go, I know they've changed their coach. Can I go into great depth? On, on some of the offseason moves they made? No. Uh, but I was reading they're expected to be uh, really, really improved. Uh, and they're supposed to be a really good team this year. You know, I have uh, I have not been to a Rapids game. Oh, I have. I haven't covered a Rapids game. No. I haven't been to a Rapids game. It's because you hate the Rapids. No, time I, no. I, it, no, 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 no. It just no. doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Hate okay. Time now for the lead. Uh, well done. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Everybody loves a good mock draft. You read what somebody <laughs> says, and we got to make a segment about it on the show. Okay. And then the next day, somebody comes out with a mock draft completely different than the one the day before. We want to speculate on that. This is what I have seen. There's one common theme with all of these mock drafts, and no one agrees on what they believe the Broncos will do. Now, granted, these are a bunch of national guys as well. Right. But just to kind of break it down as I've gone through a lot, looking at what everybody is saying, okay? I've seen uh, 
mock drafters project two different quarterbacks in two totally different situations for the Broncos. One has the Broncos trading up to number four to take Jaden Daniels, while two others have the Broncos taking Bo Nix at 12 and another one taking Bo Nix after trading back with the Bengals to 19. Other mock drafts have the Broncos taking a cornerback, an edge rusher, a wide receiver. I think it is fair to say that we are deep into the silly season. I've seen one with tight end too. Well, Brock Bowers being yep, available. I, I have seen. I have seen one. Well, with Brock Bowers being available at number twelve. What's interesting is the one that I saw, and I've seen a lot of them, had Bowers being taken by the Cincinnati Bengals as the Broncos trade back from twelve. Could very easily happen. With that. Is it becoming a little bit comical to try and put any stock in any of them? Yeah. Yes. Although there's always at least a little intrigue. I think we give mock drafts too much credit. I think that you've got to get to a point where it's just kind of fodder. It, it It's just kind of grist for the mill. Yeah. For lack of a better description. It's it. Every now and then you see something that makes you go, okay, that's that's intriguing. Because you have your thoughts. I have my thoughts. Everybody has their thoughts about what the Broncos may or may not do. Right. Whatever the question. And so it's intriguing sometimes to get an idea that either pushes yours along the, ro- along the road a little bit or makes you think about another way of doing things. I think nothing's changed. I think you and I are both in the... Now, I don't know if this is what you want, but I think that we both think that the Broncos will move back right. and accumulate more picks or another pick or whatever the case may be. Now, maybe that's not what we would do if we had it to do ourselves. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting every now and then. The first time I saw Bowers uh, in the Denver slot, I was I was intrigued. You know, I mean, that's a, I think that's a guy that we all think is going to be a really good football player in a position of need for the Broncos. Right. So you like fits, but no, generally mock drafts to me are just like whatever. You give it a quick look and look at the first three picks and you're on. A mock draft to me is like walking onto a construction site and I see a bunch of two by fours and I see all kinds of materials to build a house. The foundation isn't even necessarily laid yet. And But you know who the architect is. You kind of have an idea who the builders are, who the plumbers are, who the electricians are. You have a bunch of people standing there at the construction site trying to predict what the building is going to look like, what the house is going to look like, having not seen a blueprint. Yeah. That's a, that's a fairly apt com- uh, description. I, I like to come up with at least Analogy. one of those... A year. Oh, you work on, no, one of them a day. You love your analogies. Well, well, this this just came off the top of my head. This was not planned. Never is planned. No, I didn't, really, I didn't really, say that it really, was. By I, the way, there's a guy walking behind you with a ladder. I thought he was about to poke you in the head. Could only help. Now, it wouldn't be good for the window, but it might be good for the cranium. <clears throat> so, I need a, a little jolt this morning beyond what my coffee can give me. Do you put more stock in what people would do locally here. Depends on the source. Yeah. There are 
there are certain people I pay attention to. See, what's funny is there's a report coming out of Minneapolis, uh, Paul Allen. Paul Allen is a longtime play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. And he said that pff, Sean Payton is smitten with J.J. McCarthy. That's what his source told him. And I'm thinking, man, who can that source be? Who would that be? Who would that be via Minnesota? Well, now, uh, now I don't know all the tentacles I'm gonna th- of their relationship. I am going to throw up in my mouth if that source is someone who knows Paul Allen probably pretty well, and that is George Payton. But maybe, let's just say there was a conversation. Did you say Sean Payton or George Payton? I said George Payton oh, okay, because of yeah. his history in I Minnesota. Was thinking, I, was thinking, I immediately went to Sean Payton because I feel like he's running this draft. No, uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yes. But maybe let's say let, let's let's do a little conspiracy theory here because you know everybody loves a good conspiracy theory, especially heading into the election. Maybe George, and this is all speculation, said something to Paul Allen with what the Vikings picking at eleven, right? Yeah. Um, maybe he's trying to throw the Vikings off the scent because let's look at their quarterback situation where. Kirk Cousins is not going to get that guaranteed deal again. Yeah. Hence the term silly season. Yeah. Because you're floating out what may very well be a conversation between two friends. Oh, but wait a minute. If you're really a friend. One's the GM. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're really friends, you're not turning around and reporting what the general manager reported to you because it's probably done in confidence. Or is the GM floating it to a friend in a position like that? one pick ahead of the Broncos in order to kind of make his plight a little easier. Allow me uh, allow me to use a political reference that has been in the news for a very long time, but specifically after yesterday's news broke about a um about FBI informants uh, with ties with Russia going straight to uh, Republican members of Congress about Joe Biden. You're familiar with this, yes. right? Yes. The term is useful idiots. You're a useful idiot for Russia. Don't think for a minute there are people all around the NFL knowing that guy's my mark. He's my useful idiot. I'm going to tell him something. I know he can't keep his mouth shut. As a matter of fact, I don't want him to keep his mouth shut. So he put something out there that takes everybody off the scent. Right. As I told you, back in 2006, you know, with all the espionage that goes around the NFL, the Broncos purposely didn't even want to be in the same area code with Jay Cutler because they didn't want anyone to know that they were interested in drafting him. Stuff like this happens all the time. It's not the silly season. It's useful idiot season yeah, is what there you it go. is. All right. I, I will accept that redesignation. That's fine with me. Useful idiots. Because there are such things as useful idiots. It's, it's one of those, hey, listen, what I'm about to tell you is not true. But I'm going to ask you to put it out there. And if you do do me this favor, when something big comes up, I'll give you the story. Conversations like that happen. All the time. Right. All the time. No question. Useful idiots. 
but I'll, I'll give it's you all some, a game. I'll give you something on the back end. Yeah. Or that executive or coach or whoever knows he has a useful idiot. I just want to let you know this. I'm not going to give you anything in return, but I want to let you know this is what we're talking about. And it's not what, you know, they're talking about at all. I wonder, and I would like to know, because I don't know, if they've got a hot player in their brains at 12. Somebody that they can't live without at 12. And I'm trying to think of who that person might be. And every time I try to think about it, I end up moving back to 17, 18, or 19. If they do, they are the idiots, and it's not being useful this early in the process. Yeah, you might be in love with somebody on tape. Right now. You you might be in love with somebody that you saw live. But have you talked to the person yet? Yeah, that would be nice. I I would highly recommend you have a conversation, because if you had a conversation with Jay Cutler back in the day, You'd realize the guy's a ton of talent, but he's probably not the right guy for our locker room. Everyone <sighs> get, again, it falls back to I'm in love with the measurables. For a quarterback specifically, it's the neck up. Man, Paxton. On so many different levels. How did Paxton Lynch become a first round draft pick? Again. I know but, there's measurables, but this is a guy. That, but remember, the Chiefs were interested in so were the Cowboys. Yeah. Never took a snap behind center. Ran about four basic plays at Memphis. Yep. L- literally, they they ran the most basic offense. And maybe that's what made NFL teams like him so much. Because he performed so well, basically doing the same thing over and over again, even when people knew that it was coming. That team was pretty good. That Memphis club was yeah, decent. Yeah, but, that, but that, that's, that's... I mean, my that's, God. It, that's idiotic because, as you know... Of course. <clears throat> watch a college game, and you have three guys standing on the sidelines. One is holding up a sign of Yogi Bear. The other one is holding up a sign that has a pineapple on it. And the other one has a sign that has a picture of a bottle of Pepto-Bismol. And they just hold one up. That's what they do. Okay, I'll go with that one. Yeah. There are more than three or four plays in an NFL playbook. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Maybe five or six. Uh, that was the whole Paxton, the crying on the sideline at San Francisco. I, I didn't know whether to, to laugh or to feel badly for him. I ended up laughing. Coming up after the break, Nuggets, they're getting ready to get going. 27-game sprint to the finish. I think it's fair to say this team has been up and down. Yes, no question. But they're still in the thick of things. In a relative sense, they've been up and down. But now, are they ready to go? Mm. Are they ready to put their hand around the throat of the Western Conference because they are the champs, get that home court? That's next. I can't live without you. I'm crazy Cause all of my cards 
taken for weakness. Now I'm four, five seconds from wildin', and we got three more days till Friday. I'm just trying to make it back home by Monday morning. I swear I wish somebody would tell me, oh, that's all I want. Woke up an optimist. Sun was shining, I'm positive. Then I heard you was talking trash. Hold me back, I'm about to spaz. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle. At Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, including bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, tools, and more. Auction is open right now at RollerAuction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at RollerAuction.com. Backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you own a truck or a 4x4 and you want to have the coolest ride in the neighborhood, coolest ride in town you need to take it to high country performance four by four there are a lot of companies out there like them but they don't do everything at high country performance they do everything it is one-stop shopping your diyer best product out there in their retail center but what i love about them is i took a tour they do rebuilds Mm. i mean they can rebuild your entire vehicle and customize it the way you want to at a really really high level Seasonal inspections, custom fabrication, even more stuff than that. Man, don't dream about what you can drive. Live it. Go there. High Country Performance 4x4. You can find them in Englewood. Find them online. HCP4x4.com. HCP4x4. The X stands for buy, in case you didn't know that. And you're repping the lid today, too. Yeah. It, it looks good. It's a great it's a great looking hat. It really is. High Country Performance 4x4 building cool stuff since 1980. Time now for the buzz. The buzz is presented by High Country Performance 4x4 in Inglewood, Colorado's premier one-stop shop for anything and everything 4x4s and trucks. High Country Performance 4x4 building cool sh- since 1980. Go to hcp4x4.com. 27 games to go. It all starts tomorrow night. Against the Washington Wizards. We'll see if nobody beats the Wiz, but I digress. <laughs> um, are the Nuggets in a position like Seabiscuit was in a position against War Admiral, where they're just hanging around, hanging around, keeping it close, final turn, okay, we're the champs, boom, we are gone. I don't know about that. I, I wish I could say with some certainty that that was the case, but I haven't seen, we've played 50-some games and I haven't seen the type of separation, not just in the standings, but with the eye test that tell me that the Nuggets are the type of team where they were a year ago, where they basically the last month of the season put it in cruise control and just kind of, you know, cruised on in with a home court advantage for the rest of the playoffs in the Western Conference. It's not like that this year. They've got questions with their health. Um, Jamal Murray and KCP in particular, as we start the second half of the season or the stretch run of the season, only 27 games, they still have questions with a bench 
that can be good but isn't good every single night is not still something that you can hang your hat on. It can be very good, but it can also be um, a little non-existent uh, or not very helpful. So there's a couple of things brewing that we, we really weren't dealing with last year. There are two games worse than they were at this particular point last season, but you've got three other good teams or very good teams that are ahead of them in the standings. This time last year, they were out in clean air. So there's a lot of things that make it different. Do I have faith in the Nuggets to get there? Yes. I think they're a better road team than they were this time last year. They proved it in the playoffs. They've been fair, they've been pretty good in the on the road this season. Um, and uh, so there's a couple of things that make you say, yeah, but there's a couple of things that make you say, hmm, I'm not quite so sure yet. Okay. Let me uh, rattle off a few things. Give me a quick yes or no. Go. They have the best player in the league? Yes. Okay. Um, do they have a very good defense? Defensively, are they a very good team? Can be, are most of the time, still not totally consistent with it. Are they good, very good on the road? They're good on the road. I Compar- don't think comparatively. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. They're very good on the road. Okay. Yes. Uh, do they have a bunch of young players? Yes. You just described the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you're right. That's the Kansas City Chiefs, best player in the league. Yeah. Very good defense. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Young players. Yep. Learning their way, yep. specifically the wide receiver no, position right. for the Chiefs. Int- yeah. And it's an interesting it, comp. And what did they do on the road? They won mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yep. What is this team doing better this year than last year? Winning on the road. Yep. You just described potentially the Kansas City Chiefs. But with that, is that a fair comparison? Well, let's hope so, because it sure sounds good. And oh, by the way, both defending champs. The Chiefs were the defending champs. Nuggets are the defending champs. You're right. Uh, I like the uh, I like some of the congruities there. Uh, once um, I figure out what that word means, I'm sure I'll agree with you. Well, I think that... Don't talk over my head like that, Mr. SAT boy. Well, I was... The verbal, I was solid at. The math, not so good. I was bad in both. God. Of course, I was hungover. So you even did better than me when you were hungover, and that, that kind of pisses me off. We had a big game the night before, and we won, and so I was up pretty late. You still did much better than me. So. Rolled on in with a pen blank, instead of a pencil. You're supposed to have you. a number two pencil with an eraser. Who concerns you the most in the West? I think all three teams concern me. I'll, pick, be, I'll pick one. I, I think Minnesota yeah. concerns me. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got size, yeah. so they're built. They're to great def- defensively, th- They're built to defend Nikola Jokic as much as you can defend Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. They've got a big time star in Anthony Edwards yep. with the ball and a score. Yep. They've got very good secondary scoring. Yep. Um, they appear to be a basketball team that understands roles and they have been consistent all season long. I'm not sure what I'm not sure why someone would take the Minnesota Timberwolves to task at this point. I think they've proven enough. Oklahoma City, okay. I mean, you're you're basically a two-man crew. They do defend. 
And I love Chet Holmgren. Um, the only question about them is, you know that eventually they're going to be really good. And again, comparing it to the NFL, like the Packers, are they a year away or are they ahead of schedule? They're ahead of schedule. I mean, how well, how long does it take for you in your mind to give the team the benefit of the doubt for their consistency? We're 50 some games, what, 55 games into the season now, right? I think my math is just about right. Don't you look at Minnesota now and say, you've earned the consistency with me. Don't you look at Oklahoma City and think, okay. It's a regular season. It's totally different because when, when you look at a team's schedule, you have back-to-backs and travel and all that stuff. When you are in the playoffs, it's completely equal. Right. But I'm saying. Same, same but, number but of here, days off. You're, and you are absolutely right. But getting to the playoffs is still part of the equation it because is. there's home court advantage involved. No, I, I and I and understand a team like, that. for instance, a team like Oklahoma City. Here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom line. How do you think the Nuggets match up? And that's all that matters against the Timberwolves. How do they match up? Player by player, starting five. How do they match up and then throw in the bench? How do they match up? I think that they would be a slight favorite against Minnesota. A slight how favorite. They, and how do they match up against Oklahoma City? I think that they match up well with Oklahoma City. Better than than Minnesota. Yeah. Better than Minnesota. Clippers. <sighs> Clippers have a couple guys that can go off on you, man. Here, let, let, let's, with size. Let's look at two matchups. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, Carl Anthony Towns. Who's covering him? It's not going to be MPJ. No. So you're going to be pulling Aaron Gordon away from the bucket. Who who who, who gets that matchup? I mean, I suppose you put Aaron Gordon on him. You have to put Aaron I Gordon. I think you probably do, but but Carl Anthony Towns is he's a an American Euro. He he play he loves to play away from the basket. Carl Anthony Towns became more effective in the playoff series last year when he played closer to the basket. Well, I'm sure they have recognized that. Well, that's never a guarantee, but I'm with you. And then who is guarding Ant-Man? Jamal. Oh, God, you don't want that. First of all, I would say it would be KCP. I would not put Jamal on him. No, mm. no. I, I, don't, I, don't want him, I don't want him exhausted on the defensive end. Well, then you're probably running different guys than him. You are. No you're running question. different guys I think than KCP, him. I would think, would be the guy. And for his great, I just worry about KCP trying. I, I, Edward, he's so good off the bounce. He's so quick off the bounce. I then, then for as great as Jokic is, I think the gap has narrowed between him and Gobert. Not because Jokic has taken a step back. Gobert is balling. Gobert is a good player. I'm taking. I, I, of course, I, Jokic I, I, is better. Yeah, I'm I, I the li- gap is I'm o- narrowed. It, it has narrowed. That's all I'm saying. I still like the matchup. The matchup is still advantageous. I would always take the MVP over enough. anybody. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm just saying the gap has slightly narrowed. Mm-hmm. Carl Anthony Towns is playing better. Ant Man is playing better, and defensively, they're great. They're yeah. not good. They are yeah, great. That's a the question for Minnesota is: Can they get enough offense? That's what matters. But if you want to flip it around, who's the Nuggets' best defender? Oh, Aaron Gordon. Who's he going up against? Carl mm-hmm. Anthony Towns. 
Uh, who, who's the Nuggets' best defender in the backcourt? KCP. Who's he going to be covering? Ant-Man. Right? So if, both, if that's all kind of neutralized in its own way, then you throw in the MVP, and yes, he's clearly better than Gobert. Yeah. But then you look at the rest of the lineup, the bench and all that. Hmm? Yeah. Right. It, 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 I think it would be a very good series. Um, the Nuggets need to get themselves in a position where it needs to be a semifinal or a Western Conference final. Yes, because if they're sitting at the four seed, they're facing them in the second round, right, right. and you don't want that, and that's also going to be on the road. Coming up after the break, ESPN had an article titled Where All 30 Major League Baseball Teams Stand This Spring. A lot of national guys are really throwing daggers against the uh, Rockies. Well, this wasn't a dagger. This is an axe. That's next. And honestly, I ended up with no. There's so much nonsense is on my conscience. I'm thinking maybe I should get it out. And I don't want to sound redundant. But I was wondering if there was something that you want to know. But never mind that. We should let it go. We should let it go. In particular, and Quantrill, Cal Quantrill from Cleveland, that are coming in, that at least you've made a couple of replacements in your starting rotation without having to try to do it on the fly like they did last year, where they had no one really to plug and pitch. No, they're still not going to be a very good baseball team. But at the very least, they're trying to do some things that help them move forward. To me, this is all about. Do you get some answers from young players? Do you find some something to feel good about in your pitching staff, particularly your relief core, where I think they have a chance to be okay? Their starting pitching is very questionable. They're, they're going to have to outscore pretty much every team they play with a bunch of guys who are not proven hitters. You are absolutely correct. That's, that's the narrative and that, going and, into the season. And that is the if. And it's not if. Like little under, it's capital I, capital F. And we also know how well the Rockies historically hit on the road. And I don't care how good these hitters are, unless, of course, you're Todd Helton or Larry Walker. Well, and then here's another or Nolan one. Nolan Arenado. And then here's another two. So then you've got you've got four young players that I think that you feel good. And, and Hunter Goodman is still probably a half. But the other three are guys that are going to play every single day. I might buy his jersey. I've never bought a jersey in my life. Well, you, just because it says Goodman on the well, back. And, I told you, and I you'd never... like him, and you'd like the guy. Okay, you, you'd like him. He's he's sharp. He's a sharp kid. My point is, I would never buy a jersey with somebody else's name on the back. Okay, but it has my name on the back. Yeah, I'm not that guy, and there's no relation. But you'd still be repping. That'd, that'd be pretty stinking cool. You'd be repping family and team. That's pretty good. See, you could never qualify. Oh, my God. Now, no. Clint Hurdle, yes, yeah. but it's spelled differently. Yep. Is, isn't, there, isn't there a Thomas Hurdle in the uh, NHL? H-A-E-R-T-L? Yeah, yeah it's Tomas. Not, yeah, yeah. Tomas, Tomas Hurdle. And he spells it the same no, way? No, no, nobody. Then, then, then it doesn't nobody, count. Nobody then spells it, doesn't it the count. same way. Nobody spells it the same way. I mean, Alex, you, you got a pretty common last name. I'm sure there's a Becker out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go buy the jersey. Of course. Sure. Yeah. Becker's good. It, that's German, right? Becker? Yes. Yeah. I'm, so is Goodman. We're both Germans. Goodman is German? Yeah. Yeah. There's no A in Tomas Hurdle. Yeah. H-E-R-T-L. Yeah. So there you go. You got nothing. 
All I needed was the E. It's weird. If I well, ever, you got the E if I, as an Eric. If I ever see another H-A-E-R-T-L anywhere in my travels, and it's not like I look, but if I ever do, I know it's related to my family one way or the other. You do know that. <laughs> yes, because it's so infrequent. I have found someone in Minneapolis. I think someone in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. someone. Yeah. There's not like a group of them. Yeah. Any anywhere that you find German populations, you will. Are you German you might, too? Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at all of us. What do we have coming up on? Just in case you missed it. We'll get more into the Avalanche taking down the best team in the NHL record-wise and which of the four major sports has changed the most in the last 30 years. That's coming up next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. You can reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for government computers, police evidence, general surplus, and more. Featuring bicycles, workout equipment, golf clubs, computers, and more. Auction is open at rollerauction.com. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Alrighty, guys, just in case you missed it, the Avs had a big game last night against the NHL-leading Vancouver Canucks and came away with a 3-1 win. Ryan Johansson snapped a 20-game goalless drought, scoring both the game-tying and game-winning goals. Alexander Georgiev made 24 saves to improve to 3-0-0 in the last week. Uh, Vancouver was on the second leg of a back-to-back as they allowed 10 goals to Minnesota the day before. Uh, How impressive was last night's win to you? I don't care about the back-to-back. That's a win over the best record in the NHL. Uh, Defending home ice, getting a very good defensive performance, not only by your keeper, but everybody on the blue line. That was a pretty good effort last night. Gave up one shot, one goal. Uh, And then you get a couple of uh, interesting goals from Ryan Johansson. Uh, It was a good night all the way around for the Avs, which are off to a good start now in the second half. If the uh, Nuggets got blown out in a game, and then the following night they played a team that's very good, Mm -hmm. okay, very good, um, and that team beats the defending champs, meaning beats the Nuggets, are you putting a lot of stock in that second win. 
on a back to back. Okay, I'll, I'll, uh, there's a back to back. Yeah. So the Nuggets have a back to back. They are blown they, out they, the first oh, night. Oh, hold on. Uh, let, let me start over again. <laughs> I just rewound. <laughs> with that, with that, the Nuggets play. They they had a 15 point lead. Mm-hmm. Okay, in the second quarter, and then lose by 25. Then the next night, the Nuggets play Team X, and Team X beats the Nuggets. And Team X is better than average. For Team X, are you putting a lot of stock in that win over the Nuggets? Well, I don't know what their independent needs and where they are. No, I'm just I, saying, I mean, I'm, I'm saying if you are Team X, are you saying, hey, we beat the champs? We beat the best team in the league? Yeah, maybe you say it, but I don't, I don't know how much that... I mean, we're in February. Exactly. And that's yeah. exactly how I view this avalanche win over Vancouver. Because you said, yes, it doesn't matter to you. Because they beat the best team in hockey. Yeah. I just gave you a Nuggets analogy, and you said to me, yeah, I probably wouldn't put a lot of stock in it. Yeah, but it's not the same because the Nuggets are the defending champions. The Vancouver Canucks are the biggest surprise in the NHL. But they're the best. It's just a good win to get. But they're the best team in hockey, and I'm not putting a ton of stock in this. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I... I think it's a great win. All I care about is them winning. Yeah. I don't think it represents something seismic. I'm not saying that. But I think the manner in which they won, being good on the blue line, being good between the pipes. They played their game yeah, and, and, they, and, and good they for them. Right. That's right. But all teams go through lulls, and clearly Vancouver, after getting embarrassed the night before. No question. Okay. 10-7, by the way. I'm sure there's a little bit of a hangover there, and but the Avs played their game good for them. Yeah. All right, just in case you missed it, with the NBA All-Star Game setting an all-time points record, many on social media have complained about the lack of competitiveness in the oh. game compared to what it used to be. So I will ask this question. Which of the four major sports has changed the most in the way the game has played in, say, the last 30 years? What do you mean, in terms of like the, the All-Star the style. Games? No, the, just the style of the sport. Well, the NBA has changed in that, and we've talked about it a lot the last 24, the last day. Uh, the whole Jordan rules. You used to be able to mug a guy coming down the lane. Now players are totally protected. The quarterback is totally protected in the National Football League. Um, rules interpretations have changed in the NFL. Major League Baseball mm, hasn't changed that much, except now the National League has a DH. That's a fairly significant change. For instance, hockey, what's changed? Let me tell you, how far back are we going? 30 years. I said about 30 years. Good, good. In the 2005-2006 season, the NHL adopted a comprehensive package of rules changes, including goal line moved 11 feet from the end boards. Blue lines moved 75 feet from the end boards, reducing neutral zone from 54 to 50 feet. And the center line eliminated two-line passes. That is significant change. There you go. So in Good other night, words, everybody. in other words, I win. Everyone and everything yes. has evolved and will continue to evolve. You can ask the same question 30 years from now, although I hope you're further along in your career. Those were significant changes. And they will be significant changes. Yeah, absolutely. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk down to store, try out the appliances before you buy them. If you want something high-end but at a lower price, go to the clearance center. You want to redesign your entire kitchen, they can do that for you as well. Mountain High Appliance. You can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. 
The draft is coming up. It is silly season. All kinds of reports are out there. Every mock draft for the Broncos seems to be different. What do you believe or do you believe nothing? That's next. Smell, sight, taste, and sound. But somehow I can't believe that anything should happen now. 